9-11 was a mm. huge change for me personally. Yeah. Little did mm. anyone know that my parents were on a cross-country flight at that time. And oh. when we found out that they were cross-country planes, I was freaking out. Like, that's when the human side of me came out. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. I was the news source and I had to keep it together and make sure that I was giving everyone the information. And I did that as long as I could until I just broke down. And I was like, listen, I honestly don't know what's going on, but let me tell you what's happening in my life right now. And I still have listeners come up to me like, I remember not only the tragic events of that day, but hearing the emotion in your voice because of what you were going through. And I was praying for your parents. So it really, that taught me to just be vulnerable. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Andy Summers has been waking up country music fans in Philadelphia on 92.5 XTU for over two decades. No, I'm not kidding. During that time, she's earned the love of her listeners and respect of the entire country music community, winning several awards, including an ACM and a CMA award for best major market personality. As if juggling the crazy hours of a wife, mom, and morning show host weren't quite enough, She's committed to volunteerism as well. Impressive work for her church, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the American Red Cross, Wings for Success, and many, many others. Brandwood On Demand is proud to welcome a real star, Andy Summers. Hey, Andy. Hey. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Well, we are honored to have you. And since you've been doing this really for a while, with over 20 years at the same station, I got to yeah. ask, what the heck is your secret to longevity in a market, let alone the same station? You know, I honestly don't know that it's much of a secret. I feel like I'm so not radio-y when it comes to, because this is obviously a question I get asked a lot, especially from people in the industry, because it just doesn't happen that often. Um, yeah. But I was raised by hardworking parents and they just taught me, keep your head down, like, you know, get the work done, be the hardest working person in the office and make yourself indispensable. So I do think that one of the benefits that I had, aside from amazing parents who taught me, you know, just great work ethic is when I started in radio, I started at a very small mom and pop shop in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. So we were only 6,000 watts. We weren't rated, so no one really paid attention to us. They weren't making a ton of money because it's just a small local radio station. So I learned everything from day one. I not only did mornings, eventually I started off doing nights, but moved into mornings. I worked with a veteran who had already retired from talk radio, and this was kind of his retirement. So I learned so much from him. But I was also the promotions director. I would go out on sales calls, and I did all the production. So, you know, it's a lot. It was a lot, but it's young and eager and lived at the radio station. And that was my only community. And, and I loved every second of it. It's kind of how I knew I would never leave because I just never wanted to leave. <laughs> well, clearly you've seen a lot of changes happening in the industry. And at 92.5 XTU, what would you say are the top three changes that have had the biggest impact on your show? Um, 
You know, that's tough because there, there just have been so many, and I'm one of those people that just kind of rolls with the punches, you know, market manager changes and program director changes and morning show partner changes and right. the list goes on and on, which all are make a huge impact in what we do. But I think that through all of that, it really reinforced that you just need to be true to yourself because the audience can see that, your management can see that, and certainly your partner, the most important person in that room, aside from your listeners, they can see that too. So it, it taught me just be true to me, continue working hard and all of that good stuff. So that obviously going through all those changes made a big difference. 9-11 was a, mm. huge, uh, a huge change for me personally because I was in radio. So when the towers were struck, like so many of us doing morning radio, we saw it happen on the news and we were trying to get as much information and regurgitate that to our listeners because of course people weren't on their smartphones then they're getting information. They were getting it from right. us. Yeah. Little did anyone know that my parents were on a cross country flight at that time. And oh. when we found out that they were cross country planes, I was freaking out. Like that's when the human side of me came out. And I remember I was working with a guy who had done radio for a long time, a real veteran. He was awesome. But to him, I was the news source and I had to keep it together and get, pull it all together and make sure that I was giving everyone the information. And I did that as long as I could until I just broke down. And I was like, listen, I honestly don't know what's going on, but let me tell you what's happening in my life right now. And mm -hmm. I still, 21 years later, have listeners come up to me like, I remember not only the tragic events of that day, but hearing the emotion in your voice because of what you were going through. And I was praying for your parents just as you were praying. Like, so it really, wow. that taught me to just be vulnerable, put it yeah, out there. Yeah. The audience needs to know what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of vulnerable, while we're on that, I mean, how'd you guys handle the pandemic? Um, so that was interesting, obviously, as it was for everyone. I worked from home for mm -hmm. 10 weeks and my partners stayed in the studio. So I had a morning show partner at the time and my producer, and they were able to go in and kind of run things from that side. I thought it went pretty well. We took as many calls as we could. We found out what people were doing. We talked to a million country fans. I mean, that's the other great thing. There's nothing quite like country radio. Yeah. Um, our audience is so personal. Our artists are so personal. So yeah, it just, you know, it was real life stuff. I would be down here in my basement talking about something and my son would come down and shoot me with a Nerf gun. And that's, that's <laughs> real life. Like, this is what happens when you're working yeah. remotely. You know, you yeah. have your kids running around and the dog and all of it. So I, I think that that actually even brought out another layer to what we were all doing. And, and, and isn't that what the whole point of this is, right? It's about making those human connections. You need that shakeup in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Good point. So, Andy, with your name on the show, what do you look for when it is time to make a change with fellow cast members or somebody leaves? I mean, you've had a number of different incarnations. What are you looking for? And more importantly, how do you know if someone is going to gel? Yeah, you know, my 
whole career up into until my last two or three partners, they've been arranged marriages, as we like to say <laughs> in the business, right? Shotgun weddings, huh? So exactly. Yeah. I would come into work and be pulled into one office and my partner would be pulled into another and they would say, okay, we're letting him go now, but here's who you're going to be working with. And it was like, okay, I've never met that person or gosh, I think I've heard of this person. So you learn very quickly uh, how to adapt and roll because it wasn't my decision. It wasn't my choice. But if I want to have a job, then this is what I need to do. Uh, so really, my marriage is more to the XTU audience than it is to anything. I have a very emotional relationship with them. So I try to keep um, you know, when it comes to finding new, new blood in the studio, I like to make sure that they're going to be as authentic as I am because my listeners deserve that. And I think that's one of the reasons that I stayed as long as I have at XTU. They, this audience helped raise me. You know, I moved away from my friends and family to take this job when I was in my early twenties. So they saw me get engaged and get married and have babies and go through ups and downs in life. And they always have amazing advice. So that's been fantastic. But when it comes to finding a really good team, you know, it, that again, is just so personal. It's not how long have you been in radio? It's not, have you ever worked in country before? Or, you know, like format doesn't matter. I think it's just that personal connection because that's what radio is now. People especially, especially today since the pandemic, so many people are still working virtually and they're not with coworkers. We're as close as they get to that in the morning while they're getting ready for work. Um, hopefully they're listening on Alexa or whatever it is. So, you know, you need to be their friend. Mm -hmm. Andy, for somebody starting out today or somebody ready to make their second move in the industry, what are some of the things that you would advise them to do or not do? Uh, you know, I think that you really just need to follow your heart. I think so many people like to follow the money, which that's fine. If you're willing to pick up and bounce around, and then that's one thing. For me, that has never been the situation. I, you know, I love what I do, where I do it. So for me, it's quality of life. So you have to figure out what is most important to you in your life. I love living where I live, especially now that we have kids. I love my kids' school community, and I clearly have a love affair with my audience. It would take a lot, and, and my bosses know that. It would take a lot for me to pick up and go. So that's one thing. But to me, absolutely worth it because I love what I do and where I do it. So that's first and foremost. Figure out what you love and then, and then try to make sure that that's part of the equation. You know, and just having that great work environment because it makes such a big difference. You have to feel good in your space because when you don't, the audience can feel that and, and they're number one. If they feel you're uncomfortable, they're not comfortable. They're going somewhere else, right? Because mm -hmm. they're going to go to somebody who is. So right. I think that that's really important as well. So time to do a little skywriting, okay? Okay. Let's say that you could do anything with the Andy Summers show that you ever could dream of. Budget's not a factor. What would you most like to do? This is such a great question that I don't have a great answer for. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's start with just, uh, would you see doing like a major promotion? Would you like to take your listeners on a cruise with all the country stars that you could think of? Uh, no. No. No, that okay. doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, okay. <laughs> would, you like to do a would you like to do a big benefit concert for one of your charities in Philly? 
I think that that would be ideal. Anything that I can do to give back. So when I started my family, uh, when my daughter was born, I really struggled with going back to work. And as I think a lot of moms do, it's so hard to, you know, I, I just felt like I was putting myself first instead of my daughter. And that to me didn't seem fair. So I made a promise to myself early on because this is what was going to work for our family. This is, you know, my husband, it was, he really wanted me to stay in the business. He was like, I don't want you to lose this opportunity. You love what you do. So let's see, at least for a while, if we can work our way through it. So I made a promise when I went back to work after my maternity leave that I would make a positive impact in someone's life every day, period. And that's what would make it all worth it. So if I was able to make someone smile, if I was able to bring them joy in any capacity at all, then that makes it worth it. And hopefully my kids see that I do that and I love doing that. So honestly, if I could do anything with the Andy Summer Show, money is no object. It would just be to continue pleasing people as much as we possibly can. I just love love and happiness and it's all goodness to me. Superstar of Philly Radio, Andy Summers with us today. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Just email show at brandwithondemand.com. And you're invited to stay in touch on social. Just get in touch. Follow Brand With Plus on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. That's Brand With P-L-U-S, Brand With Plus. Coming up, Andy shares some things she knows now she really wishes she knew way back when she got started and some things she'd like to know now about the future of our business. Hi, I'm Jeff McCarthy, Vice President of Programming for Duke Wright's Midwest Communications. I'm Tony Larino from Throwback Nation Radio. Hi, this is Dave Tyler from Music Master with even more raving fans. Hey, I'm Bailey, Program Director for KOSP and Midwest Family Broadcasting in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, my name is Jonathan Schaefer. I'm the Program Director at The Legend, 650 AM WSM. Ready to join these raving fans? I'm so thankful for Music Master and the team for helping us grow our station and to what it is today. Never stop learning. Music Master's educational webinars have helped us to become excellent music schedulers. Visit musicmaster.com today. I cannot thank the Music Master team enough. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. We're with Andy Summers. Oh, she's famous. Philadelphia, 92.5 XTU. Andy, what's the one thing you know now that you really wish you knew way back when you got started? And what's one thing you'd like to know now about the future? Um, gosh, you know, I feel like not knowing is what brings you to who you are today. So I'm glad that I was clueless <laughs> and it, <laughs> when I was going, when I, you know, started in radio and had to figure out who to rely on and who to look for for mentorship. Um, but I think that that is a good piece of advice. If you're just starting out in the business, find a mentor, find, even if you never talk to that person, follow someone's career, if that's what it takes and, and just kind of figure out how they got to where they are and what they're doing that makes them the success that you hope to be. So I guess that's more advice than it is what I wish that I knew. I guess I wish I knew back then that just being true to myself, just being the true Andy Summers that I am is what is going to carry me on in this career. 
It's but not. You're good, you're good enough, right? Exactly. But it's not even about how good you are. It's just about your authenticity and what that's what your audience is looking for. They want the real you. They want the vulnerable you. They want the screw ups. I'm a terrible mom. Talk about that all the time on the air. When I was in my 20s, I had such a hard time admitting to my mistakes. You know, I wanted everything to be perfect. I thought I was a stud. But I think you kind of have to go through that in your 20s. That's why everyone does. And then in your right. 30s, you're like, oh, geez, I was an idiot back then. <laughs> and now you're in your 40s and you're like, yeah, but thank goodness I went through it because it got me to where I am. So no regrets for the most part. <laughs> All right. And then what do I wish to know about? Like, right. what do I wish I knew about the future? There's something beautiful in not knowing because it gives me less anxiety, I think, because I just have to stay so present. You know, there are so many questions about where this industry is going. Um, I don't necessarily want to know the answer to that. But yeah, you know, I guess I guess just knowing that I'll ride off into the sunset on a good note and on my terms, that would be nice to know. Hopefully I can make that happen. Yeah. A terrific talent, Andy Summers from 92.5 XTU Philly. You'll find all kinds of good stuff, including links to her podcast and more. Just scroll down on your phone. As always, our thanks to exec producer Cindy Huber for making this happen and to Hannah B., our associate producer for booking. And coming up next, he knows where we're coming from, and he knows what everyone is going through. Yeah, that has no money and only requires one person who's already working 17 other jobs to do. Yeah, no problem. Let me, uh... (laughs) But most importantly, he's telling us how to get where we got to go next. From Jacobs Media, digital dot connector Seth Ressler joins us. That's a wrap, Kipper. Make changing up your show a priority. The next One Minute Martinizing is about keeping your act fresh. Find it at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. Your station played out the 80s, never liked the 90s. Finally, a solution for weekends that your audience is going to love. Throwback 2K with me, Chris Cruz. Preview of America's first tribute to the early 2000s now at throwback2k.com.